Preface. I have one word for anyone who wants to tell a story. Whether it's with computers, with pictures scratched in the sand, or solely with the language of the body and the sounds of the human voice. Whether it's the story of a quest to find one's holy grail, to find oneself, or simply to find a way to tell one's story. Whether it's a long story, a short story, or a story that never really ends. Whether it's told on the silver screen, in a circle of one's closest friends, upon the great virtual stage of the World Wide Web, or on a hill in full view of the gathered public. Whether it's a personal story, a universal story, someone else's story, or a story that can be understood only by the culture that tells it. Whether it's schoolwork, a work of art, art for work, or simply something that has to be said. Whether it's for you, for your friends, for your community, or for those you will never meet. Whether it's a personal journey, a scientific journey, a fantasy of the mind, or a memory collage of one's ancestors. Whether it exists as invisible bits of a digital file, as words on paper, as a TV rerun, or only as memories in the hearts and minds of elders. Whether it never changes, changes every time it is told, or changes so slowly that no one notices. I have one word for anyone who wants to tell a story, and that word is welcome. Who is this book for? I wrote this book so that it could be used by any teacher, regardless of technical experience, who wants help using technology effectively, creatively, and wisely in the classroom. Whether you're a beginning computer user or a seasoned expert, this book will meet you where you are and help you take your next steps. Toward that end, this book approaches storytelling and digital media production from a generalist perspective in ways that can be adapted for use by teachers at most grade levels in most content areas. I assume that the reader's attitude toward the digital age classroom is a mixture of inspiration, intimidation, and confusion. I hope that by the end of the book, readers will find life in the digital age classroom more manageable, productive, and fun. This book is particularly concerned with helping teachers do the following. Understand the value of storytelling in education, regardless of the media used in the storytelling process. Help themselves and their students create digital stories that employ effective principles of storytelling, technology application, and media technique. Use digital storytelling as a tool to promote the development of emerging literacies, such as digital and media literacy, as well as traditional literacies, such as reading, writing, speaking, and art. Help students use digital storytelling as an academic tool to explore content and to communicate what they understand. Understand the importance of combining the power of story and critical thinking as an approach to teaching and learning. Leverage students' imagination and help them develop their own voices as storytellers digital media artists, and learning community members. Evaluate digital stories in ways that are helpful to students, parents, and the community, so that digital storytelling can be a valuable learning tool, as well as an effective use of classroom time. Develop a sense of media grammar so they can help guide students in the development of new media. Understand the basics of media persuasion and bias, and how to make media literacy a part of new media production with their students. Understand the importance of copyright and fair use in protecting and incentivizing creative content developers, including themselves and their students, and apply that understanding to student use of material in new media projects. Above all, this book is for teachers who want to better understand the world that often seems so foreign to them, but their students call normal. For those teachers who fear their obsolescence in the digital age, fear not. The more digital the world becomes, the more your students will need you, not for your keystrokes and technical know-how, but for your guidance and wisdom. Storytelling is for everyone. However, the book is not just for teachers. The principles of storytelling and the processes used in digital storytelling, described in this book, can be used by anyone for an unlimited number of purposes. I have used my materials with businesses, community organizations, government groups, parents, people from many walks of life. Story is story, 
It's just a question of how you're using it. The reality is that when you create a digital story, you are usually assuming the role of teacher, regardless of where you work. That is, you are creating a story to teach someone about something. Approaching digital storytelling as an educational event is helpful to anyone who wants to tell stories effectively. How is this book organized? I have organized the book into three parts. Part 1. Storytelling, Education, and the New Media Are you a teacher wondering why you should consider trying one more new thing in your classroom when you're already overwhelmed trying to meet your own learning objectives, as well as the demands of your school district and your state and federal departments of education? Are you a school administrator wondering why digital storytelling should receive your support in an era of No Child Left Behind and the Common Core Standards? Are you a parent, voter, or concerned citizen wondering why art and new media literacy should be valued as literacies on par with the three R's? Part 1 should help address your questions. It explains how digital storytelling can be used in the classroom as an academic tool to engage digital-age students in constructivist learning. In addition, you will see how new media narrative promotes traditional and emerging literacies help students meet academic standards in a number of content areas, and give students a chance to demonstrate their understanding of the world in their own language. Part 2. The Art and Practice of Storytelling Whether you consider yourself a high-tech, a low-tech, or a no-tech teacher, there is one common denominator for every successful storytelling project, a good story. This part of the book addresses ways to help students understand, plan, and tell stories that have the qualities of good narrative, such as conflict slash resolution, character transformation, and audience engagement. In addition, it shows how to use storytelling as a tool for teaching, learning, and personal expression. The fundamental principles of storytelling explained in this part of the book can be used to develop stories for any purpose and are not limited to storytelling in education. Part 3. Going Digital If you're a little queasy about using computers and other digital technology, Part 3 of this book should help set your mind at ease. I provide a step-by-step -step approach to developing media-based stories that focus on the teacher's role as a skill manager rather than a media specialist, as the guide on the side rather than the technician-magician. In addition, I provide a detailed description of software and hardware considerations, as well as the steps involved in the media production process, in layperson's terms. My focus is always on using the low-end, hardware that is commonly available and software that is free or inexpensive. What you will discover is that the costs involved in doing digital storytelling are minimal. You will also discover that your technical skill level doesn't matter nearly as much as you thought, and you can apply the knowledge you currently have about classroom activity planning to digital storytelling. I also include a chapter on media grammar that will help you provide useful feedback to your students about creating media projects that communicate effectively, as well as a chapter on copyright and fair use to help you and your students use media legally and ethically. What's new in version 2? Video material, among other things. A lot has happened in the five short years since the first edition of this book was published. The world is awash in social media, touchpads, most predominantly the iPad, free software available through the web, transmedia storytelling, and other developments that are transforming the nature of narrative. That's why this book is available as an ebook that is compatible with the iPad, Kindle, and other devices. In addition, the world has moved in the direction of one-to-one -one computing and BYOD, bring your own device, to school. These developments are reflected in the book in a number of places. I have also updated my approach to story planning somewhat by including two new tools. One, a second story map, the story arc, because I find students easily relate to it. And two, the story table, a simple, fast, and effective alternative to the storyboard. In the second edition are references to No Child Left Behind and particularly the Common Core. I consider the Common Core in terms of its impact on digital storytelling, creative pursuits, and new media narrative. I also update the section on the ISTE standards to reflect the new standards 
that have emerged since this book was published, often referred to as the refresh standards. I introduced the concept of creatical thinking as a way to blend creativity and critical thinking, and I redouble my efforts to support creativity's importance in the life of students. But most important, this book provides short videos with award-winning documentarian Dr. Jean-Pierre Isbao, which will be available through www.corvin.com slash digital storytelling, as well as on YouTube. He and I discuss media grammar and how we can translate what professionals do in the world of media to a low-budget environment like a school. The principles of media grammar are the same. We just need to get creative about how to apply them when we are creating media outside a studio. The underlying point is this. When we want to learn writing or mathematics, we look at how the professionals do it. We base our goals on their work. The same should be true with media. Students need to learn media grammar the way it is practiced by the pros. Dr. Jean-Pierre Isbeau is a pro. How to best use this book. I have written this book to be used in a number of ways. First, you can simply read it from beginning to end, like a story. It will take you on a journey that explores the role of digital narrative in your students' lives and shows you how to plan, create, and perform digital stories that are meaningful to you and your students. Second, it's written as a quick reference. I have separated the book into the three distinct parts described earlier and have further subdivided these into specific areas of interest. You should be able to find the information quickly as specific needs arise in your classroom. Third, it's a philosophical manifesto of sorts. This book is not just about how to do digital storytelling, but also why to do it and how it can add value to your classroom, your profession, and your life. It is about how to help students understand the opportunities and responsibilities that accompany using powerful digital technology. And it is about the important role that story and storytelling can play in the lives of your students, both within and beyond your classroom. And last, it's a how-to storytelling book. As I said earlier, you can use what you find here to help your students tell many kinds of stories, from simple, traditional stories that use no technology at all, to elaborately produced stories that use the latest gear, to everything in between. However, my target audience is the vast majority of teachers who have limited access to technology. Most of the teachers with whom I work have small budgets, very little time in their schedules, minimal training, and access to only average, conventional equipment, just like you. What kind of technology do you need? As mentioned earlier, since the first edition of this book was published, much has changed in the world of hardware. Tablets, smartphones, iPads, and other kinds of personal devices are in wide use. Many of the most popular PDs support ways to create movies and digital stories, though with varying degrees of finesse. You can get iMovie for the iPhone, iPad, and laptop. In addition, some websites support online movie editing, allowing anyone with web access to edit digital media regardless of the software available on our computer. Other sites allow distributed cooperative video editing. The options are quite compelling. In the first edition of this book, I said, quote, Ideally, you need one computer and microphone per storyteller, and one scanner and one camera per five to ten students. If you're doing green screen storytelling, one video camera and wireless mic per classroom is sufficient, end quote. While this is still more or less true, the technology has changed so much that this statement needs clarification. The primary change is the fact that we now have so many all-in-one technologies, digital Swiss Army knives, so to speak. These days, cell phones can be used as cameras for still images as well as video. They can collect audio, play music, and download material from the web. The same is true of iPads and other touchpads and PDs. And unless you need high-end scanned images, often your cell phone can suffice as a scanner. Today's PDs perform these tasks with varying degrees of finesse. In many cases, I would rather use my scanner and my video camera than my iPhone. But as of this writing, the job that the average PD does is not bad at all and is improving at an unbelievable rate. 
The result is that we are walking around with the digital storytelling studio in our pockets, knapsacks, and briefcases. In an era of bring your own device, BYOD, in which businesses expect employees to bring their own devices to work and schools are increasingly expecting students to bring them to school, we are finding that digital storytelling is on the way to actually becoming a normal activity. The expressive possibilities of new media make digital storytelling a desirable skill setup to develop. The abundance of inexpensive, accessible, easy-to-use media tools make it possible to do so. So rather than list the equipment you need, let me list the functions you need to be able to accomplish, however you do so. Basically, you need to be able to scan or photograph documents, take still photos, shoot video, collect audio, include and perhaps generate animation of many kinds, download web material, and edit what you collect. However you do this is up to you, and be advised that the media collage adds new elements all the time. Expect to see 3D, virtual environments, haptics, holograms, and other media elements make their way into digital stories. It is just a matter of time. If you're interested in what to purchase, check jasonoler.com storytelling, where I post a list of inexpensive hardware and software. Check back often, as it changes frequently. How much technology do you need? Ideally, you need one computer and microphone per storyteller, and one scanner and one camera per five to ten students. However, you achieve this functionality in light of the PDs students have. If you're doing green screen storytelling, one video camera and wireless mic per classroom is sufficient. This doesn't mean you need 30 computers for 30 students. It means that if you only have five computers, then you will need to set up your storytelling project so that only five students need them at a time. Same for scanners or cameras. Set up the project so that there is not a bottleneck to use the resources you have. When equipment is scarce, planning becomes key. Can you have students work on joint projects so that small groups can share one computer? Yes. The world of professional media production is a very teamwork-oriented world, and having students work together helps them develop important group process skills needed for media development projects as well as many other ventures in life. But it has been my experience that students approach digital stories very personally, and they will want, and should have, control over all aspects of at least their first journey into producing a new media narrative. In the process, they will develop an understanding of the many facets of digital storytelling production, and, as a result, will be more effective team members in group projects. For more information about storytelling as well as stories with digital technology, go to www.jasonoler.com storytelling.